you know, I asked her these questions and she told me, we will figure it out. You know, love is the only thing that matters. Yeah, that was impressive. And my, my, no, my question is, oh. to you is, is this true? Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? You're listening to the Bachelor for the Ages podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're talking Katie's pre-hometown week. You know, Sarah, every episode, I think, gets better and better. Like, I... You do? I do. Like, I'm enjoying this season. I'm enjoying every episode. I'm enjoying it. I don't remember that with Matt in the last season. Totally. Yeah, no, Matt's season was rough. I... I I think this episode for me started out slow. Oh, okay. But it picked up, and I feel yeah. like I have a lot of... I have a lot to talk about, and I have a lot to unpack. Of, I have a lot to unpack, and I have a lot of questions for you. Mm. Oh, I actually have a question for you. Oh, I love that. Okay, let's go. So we're down to seven. <laughs> we're down to seven, and it's like all the guys are around talking about the one-on-ones, and like Blake was annoying me. He was like... Yeah, you really need that one-on-one for time, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, don't make the kid feel bad, like. That's just how Blake rolls. That's his scene. But I think it's interesting. So so there's the seven. And there was a lot of conversation at the beginning about the with the guys around, about getting the one-on-one. And obviously Mike and Brendan hadn't had their one-on-one yet. And there was, like, hope that they would get it. And I just think it's kind of funny. We all know how this ends up. Mike yeah. and Brendan, they're... They never had a one-on-one. They barely got a one-on-one, and then we know what happened. So then it's they like, get sent home. It's like they were I the don't two. blame. I don't blame Katie for not wanting to give them a one-on-one because it's like there's no way those relationships after that one-on-one is going to be ready for a hometown. Well, it's very interesting because she made the point. You know how how do you use the one-on-one? Do you use it to deepen relationships that already exist? Or do you use it to give people a chance that maybe you don't know as well? And so what... I'm curious what you think about that. What is the strategy? I think you... I think you deepen. I think if I were her, I would have sent Brandon and Mike home. Yeah, but here's my question. Why The previous week. The previous week. This is my point. Why have The Bachelor? Why have such a show where you have 25 people and you eliminate down? If you, Let's just say on night number one, you're like, oh, these are my six. Then why even have no, 25 to 21 to 15? There's a difference between... Because I think hometowns is very telling. Like, if you drive with the family, how that feels. Like, then you have the overnights. Like, these are big events now that are happening in the relationship. So it's like once you, you might have the top five or six, but it's like, I think until you get to that five or six, it's kind of like fair game. And the week before hometowns is the slowdown. Yeah, but my feeling is if you really like a guy, like if you like Greg, let's take Greg. If you really like him and you know you're, you want to sustain a relationship with him, I, I would. No, you're right. Let's just cancel the show. Let's stop doing <laughs> no, the I'm... podcast. Let's <laughs> Let's let no, ABC not... know that 
it's stupid. No, I know that is not what I'm saying. My point is just that I think she should use those dates to get to know people she doesn't know. If she already knows the people she definitely likes, she put them in one bucket. She should use the one-on-ones to get to know because you still have hometown I know, Overnight but I think dates, it's impossible. Like, final night dates. You still have a lot more time to get to know the people you really like. So I don't I don't know. I, no, I, but I think she was in a unique situation where she had five very strong contenders and two guys that were way so behind. why does Greg get the date? Why does Greg get it over any of the rest of them? Why not because use it to advance her? Because she likes Greg the best. Why not give Brendan a chance? Because she knew it wasn't... Okay. The point was me. Then she should have left him... I agree. That's what I was saying. I don't she know. She should have left them, and I think she should have maybe... Personally, if I were her, I would have sent home... Um, I would have sent home, like, the Mike and Brendan the week before. I would have gone into this week with five guys. I would have given Greg and Michael A the one-on-ones. Okay. Well, anyway. And I would have had the rest of the three of them on that group date. Okay. I was just asking. I think that's a... She asked... She posed the question. I thought it was a good one. So Greg gets the no one-on-one. <laughs> Why are we, like, beefing? <laughs> We're not, really. I'm just We're trying to beefing. get into it. We're I not beefing at all. Okay. I think you bring up a good point. The guys are jealous of Greg. <laughs> I'm not angry with you at I'm all. Angry I think you you're adorable. Me too. I think you're so cute. Too. Okay, let's keep moving on. Okay. But Greg gets the one-on-one. He, and yes. did you notice what Mike said? Like he hadn't had the one-on-one. He was like, "Damn, but like you deserve it." And I was like, "Oh, Mike! Like they really are good guys that are left." They I think. really are. They really are. So we have Greg's one-on-one, and We're Greg th- is like an early favorite, but I don't know. There's something about, like, their vibe together. It's, like, I feel like we should be... I feel like I should be feeling, like, OTP vibes. Like, this is it. This is the couple. And I just don't feel like that. I feel like Katie's scared Greg is gonna leave. Like, and Greg kind of opens up to her. But I just feel like he seems, like, nervous all the time. Like, there's something that doesn't seem right about it to me. And... I don't know. Like, I'm, I hope I hope they work out great because then Katie's really into yeah. him. And I think she, I think he does like Katie, but I just don't watch them and feel the same type of, like, swoon that I felt, like, when I watched Zach and Tasha or JoJo and Jordan. Well, I think a little, some of that is a little bit of editing. I actually think they had, in my mind, I was like, well, you know, they're cute. They're matching clothes. They, I thought that was cute, too. They have the Pike's Place kind of date. I thought it was very cute. They talked openly. Um, you know, they had a conversation about the hometown date and, you know, and it, here's the thing that where I, where I, where I have a similar vibe with you, but it's a little, it's, I think where I nailed it for myself is it's kind of like they talk the talk, but I'm not sure they walk the walk as yeah. a couple. I feel like they talk the language around wanting to be with each other and really caring and feeling and falling and all that stuff. But I feel like their relationship is still a little surfacey. I don't know what it is. It just no, doesn't feel deep to me. It feels like... I don't think he's very deep. I don't know, though, because it's like sometimes know. he'll say Sometimes stuff. he does. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I just wonder if we don't, you know, see a lot of them. And maybe there there is more than... 
than we see. But Probably. I just thought maybe the relationship was a little surfacy. But anyway, I'm I'm still liking Greg, and I still yeah. I'm glad he's a hometown. We'll I just don't feel that like ba ba boom that the genesee quoi about her with really any of these guys. You don't. No. What? Um, you don't feel do her feel, with any of these guys? Like, I think she's going to end up with Greg. And I think she has great relationships because I think she's a great girl and they're great guys. But I just don't feel like I see this, like, infectious love. Really? Maybe because it's still early. Like, let's see. Let's yeah, give it time. Yeah, I think we need to let's give, give it time. time. But I thought it was interesting because I feel like the other guys really see this as, like, Greg's game to lose. That he's the front runner. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, I thought was interesting. Well, honestly, I think the, the explanation point on that is, I mean, she gave him an, a second one-on-one. She's gave she's given him the most reassurance. Like, first impression. Yeah, and they rose, all first see that. First one-on-one, second yeah. one-on-one. He's hot, you know. So that's, that's just wild. been how, how it's been. So yeah. they have the night portion of the date. Yeah, you know, they let their lard lard. Get. I don't really have much more to no, add. Neither do I. Okay. So, so Michael A. calls his son. Super cute. Very cute scene. Yeah, very yeah. cute. I mean, I, I f- you know, I feel for him a little bit. I'm sure that, you know, but yeah, that's... Yeah, it's hard to be away from your kid for yeah. so long. Trust me, I go away for like a week, uh, two days for a work client, and, and I... you miss me? I do remember when I came back, I was like, I missed you. And I was like, I missed you too. I know. So I get it. And then there's the group date announcement, which, you know, really dramatic, and Mike gets the second one-on-one, and Brandon starts kind of having a breakdown... He goes to see Katie. Dun, dun, dun. Katie sends him home. Bye-bye. No surprise. I respect Katie for sending him him home. I respect him for going and seeing her. Yeah, but my feeling is, why did you give him the rose last week? Yeah, totally agree. Okay, so, you know, he didn't even make it to a date this time. (laughs) But anyway, it's like he just had another couple days. But anyway, the group date carries on without Brandon. And it's this artist date with all the flowers. Yeah. Are we ready to go to that? Yeah. And what was that exactly? I think it's a play on like. No, I know. Oh. I know what it is. Oh. <laughs> I I I just mean <gasps> like. I don't know. I don't know. It I mean, Katie Stick. It was Katie. It is so. But there was one thing on this date that I did not like, and I did not like that she kissed Andrew on the lips in front of all the other guys. But we all know that meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but now but at the time it's like awkward i think that's just her thing you know i think she's and it wasn't just... like a little peck it was like a kiss i know and that some of the other guys looked kind of like disappointed in that yeah and then she sent him home it was so yeah weird. it was weird but they all they also they all paint and they all describe their thing we couldn't see what blake did but if you had to guess what was on his painting what would you have said it was intercourse <laughs> it was pretty i'm sure it was pretty graphic but anyway, okay, so that was the yeah, art that date. Was weird. I have to say, is I think the art. questions for me? <laughs> Not really. I actually made that up as I was going along. <laughs> so the thing is that Blake. Blake kind of says he's not in love yet, but to trust him. I don't blame him. He's not in love yet, but he acts like he is. Yeah. Keep asking me Like, what is that? Like, I, do we trust Blake? Can we I have a conversation know. about Blake? Yeah. Uh, I think he's trying to be the next Bachelor or some... I don't know. What is up with him? The thing about him is, like, he easily could have been on Paradise. You know, so 
he doesn't need he didn't need to come on the show for any extra anything. I don't I think there's some guys that just won't be the bachelor and I think he's one of them. Yeah, because he's not a fan favorite. Yeah. I guess amongst us, maybe amongst some people he's not. He is. But well, we know some people yeah. who he is. Hello. Wing, wing, hi, wing, wing, hi, wing, hi, wing, hi Texas. Hi, Easton. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that, um, like, I don't blame, I think what he was just kind of saying was, like, look, like, I'm, like, I think you, you can be swept up, and I think he was kind of saying, like, look, like, I'm not in love yet, but that's definitely where I'm heading, and I think that's, like, a nice sentiment, like, he came in late, like, they've known each other for three weeks now. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if he phrased it the best way. Yeah, here's the thing. Even the thing if, is. The thing is this. I'm trying to process this a little bit because if you're, if you think you could love someone, if you think you're on the track of being physically, emotionally, mentally attracted to someone where you could fall potentially in love with them, do you say, I'm not in love yet? Mm-mm-mm. You know, I just don't ever think I thought he was, like, a whiz with his words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing. But I think that's, like, I just think, like, I'm thinking about, like, if you if you think you could really have something deep with someone. So if Dad had said to you, like, I'm not in love yet. I'd have been, like, I, 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 you'd have been, like, rude. That would have been, like, a, not rude. I would have been, like, is rude, like, rude. I'm yeah, trying. that's from Bon Quiqui. I know, Bon Quiqui. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I remember when we used to do that. said it funny, yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. I I just don't think that's the thing to say if you're truly love-bound. I I don't know if you say, I'm not in love. I don't think you have to say anything. Yeah, I agree. But to say you're not in love is like protecting yourself from not being the dick at the end. I said I was not in love. Uh, well, we're uh, cursing, all right. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my bad word, but I just there's something about Blake that I just don't trust with that language. Yeah, I, I think he my, knows he's not note, into her. My note on him was Blake, IDK, whatever. I guess they're good. Like I don't know. I, I don't just, even know. I wish I wish she had gotten the rose at the end. I didn't. I didn't watch that interaction and think Blake's not into her. Blake's not in it for the right reasons, but. I did watch their interaction and think nothing of it. I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I thought nothing of it. I don't except... think they made any progress. Whereas I feel like every other guy on that date made progress. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not Andrew, but I thought he did. Yeah. Okay. So Justin paints her something, and they had a nice chat, and He's it's very like passionate. Justin out of the woodworks. You call dark it. horse. Sarah did call that. I mean, I was wrong on other things, but not as much as I was. So. But yeah, and you call that. And then Michael, Michael A. and her are so cute. I thought that was great. Yeah, you know, no one. And then he says, "No one can, can love you like, like I can. can." But what do you think about that? I couldn't tell by your tone. I, I well, first of all, I think she really said the right thing. I think to she him. did too. Uh, yeah, I think she, I think actually what it showed is Katie's maturity and understanding that what that relation, what that is with Michael, mm-hmm. that it's not. It, you know, it's something, It's it, there's more people involved. There's a little guy there. And I just thought that was very calming. It was calming for me watching that. And I think it was calming for him. No one can love you like I can is a weird comment, I think. Because who are you to say that? Yeah. How do you know? 
I'm sure no one can love anyone like you can because you're your own unique person. Yeah. But what are you saying by that comment? I mean, I don't know. I, I it didn't. No, like, I agree. I think it was like she's... a passionate comment, but I just like, I see what you mean. No one. But he also does person. say, you know, I think she kind of he brings these concerns to her, and she kind of says, you know, we'll figure it out. And Michael A kind of says, you know, I asked her these questions, and she told me. We will figure it out. You know, love is the only thing that matters. Yeah, that was impressive. And my, my, no, my question is oh. to you is, is this true? Oh. Do you think that's true? That, you know, in life, we'll figure it out. Love's the only thing that matters. Hmm, it's a great question. And do I think that? Thank you. <laughs> sure. Um, like, I think it takes a little more than love. You do, like what? No, I think sometimes, like, like, you gotta, it takes, like, I don't know, I guess it depends on how deep the love is, like. You know what I think? What? I think, not, I think you hit something when you said how deep the love is, but I think it's also how deep the love is shared. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think love is enough when one person is more in it than the other. Yeah. I think that love has to be so deep and so unconditional for it to be the only thing that matters. Yeah. And I think it's very rare that you find that, you know? Like, I think that's pretty significant to say love is all that matters. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, there's a lot of things, like... You don't, like, let's say, I mean, this won't happen to them because now they are, have social media, but it's, like, financial insecurity. Like, you're going to tell me you're going to be broke on the street and if you're... Financial insecurity. Like, you're homeless and you turn to the person that you're like, like, I, I'm, uh, like, I lost everything investing and we get evicted and... But I just say, you know, we'll figure it out. If you like, love the I know, person. I know. I think that love has to be super deep. Yeah. Well, hopefully you marry someone where your love is super deep. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, hey, there's somebody on the market now for you. But I, I don't know. I mean, that's an excellent question, Sarah. I do think that if, you, you, if you're in it with someone and there's trust and love and your love is shared then I think you you probably can conquer a lot of things together. But you also have to... I, I But I don't know if you can conquer distrust or deceit or lying or things like that. Like, that's... Well, I think that can, like, break the love. Yeah, it can. Well, well, sometimes you can love someone who's just really not good for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting question, I think. You know, I think... Totally. Possibly. But, um... Okay, so... But then, uh, so Andrew goes then. She always says the right things, you know. Yeah, she says the right things for Andrew, too. And yeah. I'm just kind of like... She always says the right things. So Which... for all the, all these guys think they're the number one choice. What do we think about that? I don't know. It's, like, hard because I watched her with Michael and I really was just filled with admiration. Like, she really comforted him and is so great with that and, like, knows kind of how to navigate that relationship with him. And then when she was talking to Andrew and she really just said the right thing, I was like, girl, like, do you really, like, have no opinion on that? Like, I, I agree with her in the sense of Andrew. Like, if I, if I was with Andrew, I would never be like, quit your career. 
Right. You know? Because it's right. like, then not only do you have to necessarily, it's like, what's, then, I just don't believe, like, anyone should do that in a relationship, because I, I, whatever. But it's like, she really just, and it's like, do you have much of an, like, I don't know. I don't know if she, I, I just, I hope she's saying those things because she truly means it, and not just because she thinks it's what they want to hear. No, I, I think, I think Katie says the right things because I think she's, a says, girl. I think she says the right things. I yeah. think she's the kind of person in a situation like I think you are. Well, no, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like you can read a room and read a situation, read a person, and you can say things to make that person feel better and understand. So I think you know how to say the right thing. You know how to it's understand nice somebody. You, no, I mean that. But it's still I got from you. Oh, thanks. But I but I do think that where I think this is getting her in a little trouble is they all believe that they are the number one choice. I except for Justin. I think Michael No, I don't think I'm not sure Justin I think Justin was surprised he got the rose at the end. Yeah. Over Andrew. But I think Michael, well, Blake, Greg, Greg, Blake, they all they all said it at that group date. They yeah, said they I'm gonna dog. get I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the rose. They all thought they were getting the rose. Yeah, that's just good So I mom. think that's just interesting. But anyway, the rose ends up going to Michael. But I think that's a really good quality, you know? I think it's an excellent quality. I liked that about Katie on Matt season. I think she is I felt that there were scenes where Katie, who there was one of the girls who I can't remember, one of the contestants who had some challenges, who I really liked. Was it Sarah? I can't remember the person, her name, but she was early on and she ended up leaving the show because her dad I her was sick, was I think. Sa- I think her name was Anyway, Sarah. she, I remember conversations where I thought Katie did a very good job being a listener and a friend and consoling her. I think Katie has a gift of listening and feeding back and being smart like i think she's got you know emotional intelligence there yeah i think she does too and i think that shows up and i think there have been other bachelors and bachelorettes that do not do that very well and so i think that has served katie very nicely as a bachelor because in bachelorette it makes people like her but the same case i don't know where her real true deep feelings are i never would like after her conversation with andrew i was like oh clear yeah clear I know because, and I think in a weird way, she twists herself up because I think that's why the whole scene with Andrew at the end, I think, I think she's, did I make a mistake? I don't know. Because it's like when you, when you are so good with someone else, like you're always there for them. It's like, you don't even know how to not extract yourself from it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just talking nonsense right now, but whatever. Yeah, anyway, let's. tired, but I don't think you are. But I will say. <laughs> okay. You we're definitely tired. are not talking nonsense. Okay. Moving on. So the rose goes to Michael. Yes, and, and I want to say I said, "Wow, Michael gets the group date rose." I said, "Bye, Justin." Because <laughs> did I you thought, think Michael should have gotten the rose? I think they had a great conversation. Like I was happy for him. Like yeah. I say, like I'm so happy for him. Not expected, but so happy. Like yeah, I think that if I didn't have this like concocted storyline in my head that I made up that he sends himself home and blah 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 blah. Right. I would have had like. I'm like, I'm very happy. I think they're a great couple. I think he's a great guy. So, super happy about that. So, one of the things that came up when they were debriefing, and I and I think it's interesting, Andrew was getting a little nervous. I think once he knew, once he didn't get that rose, I think he was starting to say, do I, 
in my relationship at the level with Katie is she think about me the way I think about her. So that was the beginning. But there was some conversation among the boys, and I can't remember exactly when it was, where they talked about this is the most important week. Yeah. Um, and there was some debate around it, whether the hometown week or whatever. What it is? And so my question for you is, what do you think is the most important week in this series? We know them all, right? I think it's. I is think it they're the, right. I is think it the night? Is it the night they get out of the limos? Is it the? Is it the? Because let, let's break it down a little bit. Okay. Oh wait, or did you want to keep going? Was this a multiple choice question or? No, I'm asking oh, okay. you. What do you think is the most important? The week? first, I mean, the first night's obviously important, but you know, if you're outgoing, if you're a good-looking person, you're gonna make it through. Okay. You know, you got enough of a personality, and or really good looks, either or. Maybe some good looks on this show, whatever. They can kind of have, like, two to five weeks of just kind of, like, either really trying to stand out on group dates or you're going to get a one-on-one and you're going to have an established connection. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think any of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking now about This week is the most important. I don't think so. Because, besides last week, because let me tell you, once, I think once you get to the final four, like, the lead knows because they meet the, the they meet the family. Any family that isn't a good fit, you're gone. Right. That's and then I you think that's... are over. You have an overnight date, and those that may that might be the most important. Yeah. Because those overnight dates are, I think they, I, I always think they pick them. That that that. Yeah, week. I I do too. Like I think the week before the the hometown in my mind when they said it's the most important week because then you get the time to spend with you know her and bring her home and whatever and I. I just don't... I, I think it depends well, no, I on think, whose wait, perspective uh, yes, you're looking at. Yes, I completely at. agree. I think Mike was saying, like, from a from a Katie perspective navigating the... I think Mike was saying, this is Katie's most important week navigating the relationships because it's kind of bringing us back to this conversation at the beginning. It's like, once you start to get families in the overnight where you can really break down everything and have that time, like, and then you're on the final week, it's like... It's like you're really getting to know, like, you're going to know. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to see every part of this person. So it's like, this is kind of the week that you're like, who is that final four that I'm going to really know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was, that was the perspective I was taking it from. Okay. Good. What do you, what do you think? Um, I think that she knew going into the show tonight before the who her final five or four were. I mean, I I think we knew that because she never gave Brandon a one-on-one, and Mike, we'll talk about that date in a minute. So I the week before, I guess it, it, it comes back to, like, what what whose perspective you're you're talking about. But I think the most important week to me for this show is the hometown week because I think if your family freaking sucks, you done. There's no way you can love someone, but if their family is terrible, I mean, I think that's an important decision making week. So anyway, but moving on. Yeah. Anyway, so Mike goes on his one-on-one date and he gets and I was getting like Jasenia vibes because yeah, that was so uncomfortable because in the previews it looks like they're like snuggling you think it's a good date and then you get to the date and you find out that they're being forced to cuddle it was terrible and it's like of course Mike of course the producers give Mike the virgin like the sensual cuddle date 
you know? I know. But then the poor guy has to go get in these white, like, linen pants. He looked like... First of all, so that I just thought was... Like, really? Like, he had... She comes out in these cute little white pajamas, these little shorts, and he's in, like, this... Like, this... I don't know what it was. Like, this, like... I don't know what it was about his cuddle outfit. But anyway, let me tell you what. If a guy walked out of his bedroom in that outfit looking for me to cuddle, I'd be ick. Yeah. I mean, a hoodie and sweatpants. I just, yeah, I just felt bad for him. And then I thought the classic thing is, right, so they have, obviously it's a failed date and she ends up sending him home. And then he, poor, I had a, I almost laughed out loud, but I didn't want to like spoil this moment on the podcast. There he goes. He gets in the limo in his white, pathetic outfit and goes home in that outfit. Like, couldn't he change? It's like, no, I'm going to, do you know what I mean? It was just like, so, it was like so classic. He's like, poor Mike. Like, he comes into this date. He's putting this white linen pajama outfit. He's forced to cuddle. He's super uncomfortable. They have absolutely no chemistry. She sends him home and he climbs in the limo in the white outfit. (laughs) It's just like. No more white. I don't have a problem with the white. It's just no more No, mine. no, it was the outfit. And, I, and I know his little shoes that, he was like, wearing, style his shirt, slippers. I see more people in. I don't know. I didn't even notice all the slippers and the stuff. Sli- I don't know. That's so funny. Whatever they were, they were like sandaly looking things <laughs> on the feet. You know how I am with stuff, stuff like that. Anyway. And then we have the rose ceremony. Yep, so. And I'm like, all right, moment of truth. Katie's down there. Hello, gentlemen. And, and the one who does, and I, I was a little nervous because seeing her so torn up, I was like, I don't feel like she'd be so torn up if she was, she was sending Justin home. Like, I just didn't get that vibe. So I kind of thought it could be a possibility, but I was still rooting. I was rooting for Blake to go home. Sorry, so I was rooting <laughs> for Blake to go home because I, I just, but Andrew, I don't think, Andrew but Andrew went home. home, which you know what? I'm not overly surprised. Here's a little bit why. I think that Katie likes a little bit of a bad boy. And I think Andrew, of those five that were, of the four that were left, four of the five that were left, I think that Andrew was probably the nicest guy of the five. Over Michael A.? Yeah, because Michael, no, maybe a bad boy. This is what I mean. A little like challenge or danger. Like Michael A is the is the widow with the son. Greg is a little hard to, you know, communicate with. Justin is kind of just like, I don't know, a little like, a, you know, a little tall doctor has a maloofy. I don't know. We don't really 100% into, doesn't really put all his emotion out there. And Blake is Blake. So Andrew is like the most... Of all five. And I think Katie's attracted to where there's a little bit of a challenge for her in the relationship. Interesting. What do you think about that? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think, think that's something nice about a challenge. Yeah, so there you so go. Don't, so, blame, don't blame the girl, but so Blake's you don't in, want to challenge Justin's your whole life. In. Nope. Andrew's out. We got our four. Michael, And he's cry- super emotional. Goodbye. He's crying, crying, crying. I'm thinking, where's the application for the Bachelorette for Sarah? For the Bachelor for Sarah? And then, and then, Dad and then I'm expecting in. the episode to end. And it doesn't end. And we flash... Did you notice everyone has Sarah just skirted over that? Okay, moving what? on. No, exactly. Yeah. I said I was looking for your application. I'm not going on. Okay, fine. Be so Okay, go ahead. 
And we go to this boy meeting, and they're all kind of debriefing. Yeah. And then we go to Katie, and Katie's, Katie's upset. Unsure. What did she know, do? The week. And then all of a sudden, Andrew's Andrew's back. Pays a visit. And I'm kind of like, why though? And he's like, you know what? Our relationship just so filled with smiles. It didn't feel right to end it so sad, you know? Yep. And she's like, okay, okay. And they laugh, and they and he leaves, and she gives her a note. And the note says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Let me ask you Let's a pause. What did you expect the note to say? when you? Because we all saw her hand the note. What did you think was inside the note? First of all, I don't know if I'm petty. Mm-hmm. But if someone says, like, bye, goodbye. But, yeah. I don't know if it's because I've never been in love, but, like... I just don't have, maybe it's an ego issue, but I just don't feel this, like, even in friendships, it's like, if you're not going to, like, treat me or pick me and treat me the way I treat you, it's like, okay, I'll walk out the door. I'll take a plane right to Italy. I know, but I, (laughs) but I'm, (laughs) but I know that. Sometimes, if you think that person made a mistake, you might hold on. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like this is the thing. I could relate to it more if they were a couple outside of this, and Katie was feeling torn up and lost, and wanted to pursue her career, and they didn't want to do long distance, and they split up, and then you know they came back together. Like you know, I totally understand that. Like I see that. I think that makes a lot of sense. If, like, if Katie went and then came back, you know what I mean? Like, in that mm-hmm. context. But in the context of, like, I'm going to pick four guys and meet their families. I'm going to send you home. It's like, I get his, I get that he wanted to leave things on a good note, but I wouldn't have, I would never have said, I'll be waiting. Well, the the funny thing about it is, in, when, in, in, tr- in reality. He wasn't waiting. He wasn't waiting because she said, would you stick around? And he said, no, actually, you're not going to do this to me again. And I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. So what What's is the purpose he actually of the note? saying? What is the purpose of what he's saying? What did the note mean? Why did it? And all I honestly felt after a whole scene, after she's crying and hey running guys. after him. Ick. Ick. <laughs> exactly. But she's running I mean, I was thinking the whole time Then they have their goodbye. I'm thinking, what have I gained by watching this? Like, yeah. they're still in the same boat. I don't... And honestly, well, for Andrew to write that note, I think took a little bit away from Andrew for me. Because I'm not going to pledge agree. my... Uh, if someone who rejects me... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not pledging my undying love. Like, I'll always be here no matter what. Let me ask you a question, Andrew. You go on to BIP... And you meet someone else, and then Katie doesn't work out with her guy, and she finds you. What are you? You're I make, know. And then what is it? You make a pledge that you're gonna wait for someone, and then she that she comes running after you. Like the whole thing was weird. It was weird. I, I just like I didn't get it. I like when he first got there, I was like, I this think is kind of weird. To fill Fifteen minutes on the show. When they, and then when they were like, Oh, we want to leave on good terms, but the no, and then the fact that she did ask him back, and he said no, it's like... How is she going to explain that but, to her other guys? But what's... And Justin. What's like, the... Con- <laughs> Why Justin? Because he was... Because the other I, guy. Andrew and Justin, I think, were the last two being chosen. Yeah, 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 totally. 
But it's like, what? I just don't get it. It's like, why? I'm trying to formulate a sentence. I'm so tired. But I just don't understand the, even in this context, how him saying, I'll be, if it doesn't work out, I'll be waiting. Even if she went through the whole process, you know, and, you know, she gets engaged and then they break, they're not together anymore, right? You, you, Andrew, you want to be that per, like, you want to be that person? She chose someone else. Yeah, we're talking, we're running circles around this. No, same but <laughs> our poor listeners, I apologize. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, go ahead. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> okay so yeah those are our thoughts on the episode any thoughts on with the previews who do you think who do you think she's gonna pick greg you do who do you think she's gonna pick i mean the way she looks at greg is like puppy dog eyes i know the thing is is i think I think the other three, she feels, I don't, I just feel like Greg makes her question herself more than the other three. More than Blake? I don't think she likes Blake as much. I agree. I know. I think it, I think it could be Greg. I think it could be Michael. I I don't think it's going to be Justin. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Justin either. Um... Do I see her with Michael A? I think, I don't know. I guess we have to wait and see what the families in the hometowns are like. Yeah, we'll know you more. Know, we'll, we'll know, know more, more next soon. week. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, Sarah. I think you were making an excellent point. I'm just teasing you. I just. No, I appreciate the I tease. think you're right. I think the whole last, those last 15 minutes were just. They were rough. They were, they were just. And we understand that. And so we will make you guys wait another 15 minutes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Bachelor for the Ages yeah. podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram subscribe and we'll talk to you next week.